Hello and welcome to this week's Two Pinter. Hopefully the sound quality's improved. We uh, are about to discuss this week's sport, starting off with the football. We'll move on to the rugby, mention the boxing, and then a new feature at the end, which is called the shots, as we're in a figurative bar, where we'll rattle through a few quick hits of different sporting things that happened over the weekend. We are now on Facebook, you'll be pleased to know. So our Twitter handle is at Pinter2, which helpfully is the same as our Facebook handle, which is also at Pinter2. So please give us a follow uh, and please keep uh, rating us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. So my name's Gaz and this is Jono. Hello, I'm Jono. And today, Jono, the best place I think to start is with the Premier League. And following the results from the weekend, is it fair to say, as United lost 3-1 to Liverpool, uh, is it fair to say United now cut away from, it's no longer the top six it's now the top five, and United are one of the probably the best of the rest. I think probably so. I think they last year, you know, they kind of bubbled along and weren't impressive, but but grinded out results, didn't they? Now they they seem to grind out the occasional comeback or or get beat fairly handily. They've they've lost five games in seventeen, which is uh, you know they used to lose five in a season tops in the yeah. glory days. Um, and and yesterday, uh, all right, they they came back all right at the end of the first start, the second half. But in reality, they you could have put them to bed the first half hour. And and the uh, the thirty six shots to six stat um, was was pretty telling. I know there weren't all great attempts from you, but it was it was an annihilation really. And um, yeah, even even best of the rest, I'm not sure. I, I, I feel like the I feel like Everton have probably played some better stuff than them yeah. at times. Uh, Bournemouth, even they're falling away a little, haven't they? Even Wolves are immediately a point behind them, aren't they? Um, having only lost the game more, and yeah, you just don't. Um, there's no, there's no consistency of selection. There's no um, clear pattern on what they're trying to do. Yesterday they went with a new approach of sort of Rashford and Kaku up top together, but which I don't think is necessarily a bad idea, but it didn't link up at all, and uh-huh. just looked at looked at that midfield and thought. I'm not really seeing Matic and Herrera going to run around and cause too much bother, and there wasn't. And yeah, they they seemed to go sort of five at the back pretty much, and then they took it took off Dalo and uh, Dalot, and uh, they suddenly they were getting overrun down that side. And it yeah, seemed it, it, that that was just going back on that. That seemed odd because he was seemed to happy to let Robertson uh, Robertson have the the run of the park really. Uh, Robertson's been. Pretty handy this season. Mm. Um, he's a he's an absolute menace going forward, and there's, there's been a snip for you at nine million, wasn't it? Um, yeah, just just odd. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like this this week they'll play, and it'll be uh, Fellaini sitting off behind uh, Rashford maybe or Martial, and then they'll have uh, yeah Herrera and someone else in midfield, and uh, Jones will be back next to Lindelof. Uh, it just there's no. I'll get a clear idea what they're doing. Pogba, well, not Pogba's the biggest fan, but you'd have had surely had in a game like that where you need, you're away from home, you need someone who's a bit strong on the ball who can keep it for a bit. Well, they, rather, they just the, the bench was fantastic. Wasn't it? I was looking at the start of the game, they had Martial, Pogba, um, somebody, a couple of other people on the bench. I can't remember now who else it was, but um, El Mata. Um, and I was looking at their bench, thinking their bench is probably better than our bench. <laughs> Uh, the players on the pitch wasn't wasn't as good, but um, but yeah, they they got a really strong bench. 
Possibly. Yeah, Fabian was on there as well. He's an interesting option to throw on off the bench. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even, even Valencia is not a bad player. Uh, Phil Jones is on there, probably bringing it down a bit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and well, yeah. I mean, I, I found I don't think that selection team that he, he picked is is a bad idea if he wants to sort of play Rashford and Lingard off Lukaku and have a solid midfield and sort of a couple of wing backs. But but I feel like it won't be that next week or this this weekend and yeah yeah they're um it's, it's hard to see a way out really I'm not uh, you know do you, if you're United do you want to give Mourinho 100 million to spend in January would he would he spend it wisely I mean well there's, there's talk that his contract is uh, they'd have to pay 24 million to to get rid of him um which seems a snippet if you think about the money he's going to want to spend um but you know, obviously, as a Liverpool fan, I I hope that they persist with him and um, it'll all come good eventually. Um, but no, it, it's it's not looking good at all for, for United, which is obviously a real shame. Um, but you sound uh, devastated, Gareth. You sound devastated. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I thought I thought they'd fall away uh, before, but they they seemed to come back last year and look pretty well. They were very strong last year, weren't they? They were unlucky in in one sense that City were were so good. Um, but yeah, they just just dropped off. Dropped off the cliff this uh, this season. Um, apparently, they've conceded as many goals this season as they did in the whole of last season, uh, which tells you uh, tells you all you need to know. Really, Mourinho's side should set up solid. He's been there to to Anfield before now to frustrate and drag out some nil nils. But yeah, they just uh, like you say for the first half an hour, and uh, uh, certainly they, they, we just bombarded them. Um, and it, it could have. I think Neville was. You could hear Neville's voice shaking while he was commentating. He thought he was uh, quaking in his boots. But... Well, Carragher was getting uh, more and more... More high-pitched. Uh, and higher and higher-pitched. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's not the easiest scout to understand at the best of times. But, uh, yeah, he was getting more and more excitable yesterday. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you look at United's fixtures coming up now. They've got Cardiff away this weekend, which you'd think would be a win, but it's <laughs> you wonder. Mm. And Huddersfield at home... And then they've got Bournemouth for home, so it's not a bad run. All run to get yourself back together, but you just uh, they need to get nine points out of there, don't they? They do, and there's two home games and, and Cardiff. Like I say, I don't think it's the easiest place to go, but it, it should be for a United squad. I'm going to say you if should you, be able to get results. Maybe that says it all. If you if you're looking at Cardiff away and thinking that's not an easy place to go, then uh, then that tells you everything about where they are in the in the, in the league this season. Uh, yeah, but it, uh, they, they didn't look. Um, I mean, it was said several times on commentary, but the midfield was just... It was almost like they just weren't there. The, the amount of times they gave us the ball. Um, I mean, I, I quite rate Herrera. I, I quite like him. I think he's a he's a horrible little player that you'd want on your side. Um, but uh, but yesterday, I think he was he was probably our best passer. He uh, he just kept kept giving us the ball and letting us, let us run through him. Matic is a shadow of the player that he was last season. Um, I mean, maybe, you know, they, they just... They don't want City to win the league, so maybe they they want Liverpool rather than City. But um, yeah, it was it was it was poor from them yesterday. It's a rock and a hard place for United fan, isn't it? Would you rather City win the league? Christ, um, not 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 good times. And um, yeah, um, it, it's tough to see uh, who do they do they go out and just pay off Mourinho and try and get a, a big name in. But but I mean, beyond Zidane, who's available? Mm. Uh, or do you go and so you, you didn't could have the double the double bubble of paying off? Paying off Mourinho and then going to have to try and potentially pay compensation for another manager somewhere, be it a, an Allegri, a, a Simeone, a well, a big Sam. He's uh, he works wonders. He can keep he can keep teams up. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's big Sam they need. 
Yeah, Mourinho's teams currently are playing pretty big time, actually, to be fair. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, why not? Yeah, why not build the team through? Get get Pulis in, get build the team through for Lane, <laughs> playing off Lukaku, and let's just go. Com- just everyone six foot four monster out there and uh, see what they can do. At least, mm. at least they'll be good off corners. But um, <laughs> um, I, I'm not even convinced. That. I, I think yeah, it does look like a top five this season unless something drastically changes. And, and I'm not even sure they're they're six best United. I, I think Everton have looked better quite a lot this season, and yeah. and other other teams at times too. I, I think United probably will finish sixth, but um, it's it's looking. Very grim for them. Um, Moving on, on to Everton, it was um, I, th- I thought they they played well in patches against City. Um, they, they had a, quite a few chances. I think City had a few chances as well, which you'd expect. But Everton, I suppose, similar to how they played against Liverpool, they created a few chances uh, early on that you'd expect. I mean, for Carl, it's Mister Mister Absolute Sitter. Um, you'd yeah, expect them cool. to uh... expect them to score a few of them and put a bit of pressure on City, but. Um, but yeah, I think I suppose City are are a very good side, but I think Everton are uh, a side that's going to certainly cause United trouble in the league. I suppose that probably sums up that the gap with Everton really. They had chances to go ahead against you and City and and didn't take them, and uh, mm. probably it's just fine margins because, like you said, didn't play didn't play bad against you. Probably deserved the point, uh, and City were the better side, but going away to City. You, you, you know, you, whatever you get is a good result. Um, but yeah, they said they Everton seems to have a clear idea what they're trying to do and reasonably consistent selection, something mm. that United can only dream of at the minute. Um, so yeah, I feel uh, I mean, Everton's they've got Spurs this Sunday at home, which is a tough game. Mm. Then they're away at Burnley and then they're away at Brighton, so they've certainly got a tougher, tougher go than United, but um. Yeah, yeah, if United don't don't start getting like like you say picking up those wins they really need, then then you wonder. Yeah. Um, so you really do. So the question at the start was United the best of the rest, and your answer is probably no. Then. <laughs> I, I don't think so. No. I, 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 yeah. I, it's, and you, you look for it. Obviously, it's the best squad of the rest, but uh, it's 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 been a very hard put together squad for a while. It doesn't seem to link and have a clear idea. They're trying to build for it. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I've always been a Mourinho fan. Uh, I like him. I think he, he's great entertainment, but he's he's starting to lose ideas in this, so he, he needs to have a breakaway and, and start something new because uh, this this doesn't look good. And he, yeah, he seems to have alienated most of his Everyone. squad. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, it's just yeah, it can't be can't be a nice atmosphere around there in a minute. So yeah, I think I have to go with a no. Um, mm. And as for as for the other results, um, Arsenal were the only of the top five. Arsenal were the only ones that didn't pick up a or oh, any point, did they? It was uh, didn't pick up any points, no. Um, quite quite a result for Southampton. Yeah, uh, but I was expecting a new manager bounce against Cardiff uh, the week before. Didn't get didn't get anything there, but uh, play Arsenal at home and uh, you'll be just fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, my babe, Arsenal have been on a over was it twenty two match unbeaten run, so it was going to come together um, sometime. But to concede. Three-headed goals seems that wasn't just wasn't great, mm. um, and uh, nice to see Mkhitaryan finally contribute. But um, but yeah, not a great result, and, and probably well, I was uh, I was riding high and Arsenal finishing top four last week, but the results <laughs> like that show they're um, yeah, they're, they're perhaps not the finished article yet. I think he, he's working he's working well, um, but yeah, we shall see. I mean, they've got Burnley at home this weekend, uh, then Brighton away. And then your place away, so yeah, not not not, not an easy run themselves. Should, should get three points Burnley, and then 
probably need to get three at Brighton ready before going to Anfield because getting a point there would be a good result. Yeah, no chance um, of getting anything there. Um, uh, but yeah, so going back to last week's conversation, then you, you think Spurs probably are the best team in London then? Uh, I'm not, not entirely convinced. I don't think it's a, it's a result to wow, is it? Uh, beating Burnley 1 0 at home. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the results that. You know, it looked like it was just going to be two drop points, and then they pull it out of the bag last minute. They'll move on from that, and yeah, they're the kind of games you want to get a result in, aren't they? When you when you're playing rubbish. Oh, for sure. Um, they do some of them, and they're you know five points clear of Arsenal now, um, and Arsenal three off Chelsea. So still a lot of life in that run yet. Um, but United are United are eleven off uh, Chelsea and fourth, and. Eight off uh, Arsenal in fifth, so they look out a bit. But um, I think the pin is still life in the London battle, so you can you can have Spurs are, are on top of the minute with their five point lead. Not to argue, but uh, we'll, we'll see come season's end. <laughs> well, I've got a little uh, stat for you. In fact, I'll, I might ask it as a question, give you give you an answer now, and if if, if you don't get it now, then we'll move on. But um, sure. only two players in the Europe's top five leagues have registered at least eight goals and at least eight assists. Can you name them? Goals and eight assists. At least eight of each. Uh, Mane, will Mane be one? After we scored yesterday? Which you, the reason why. you can have two guesses on so Mane, no. Uh, top two. Uh, oh, did I hear Messi's got about nine? <laughs> there goals. we go. <laughs> Surprised you went Mane before Messi, but yeah, Messi's the other one. Oh, it is one of them. Uh, we'll come back to I'll give you another stab at that in a bit. Um, so moving on from football, and we said the next thing we're going to talk about is rugby. The big, well, there's a few big games over the weekend. Champions Cup is effectively like the Champions League, isn't it, of uh, of, of rugby? Um, and uh, you were at one of the games, Leicester against uh, Racing, um, and Leicester needed a result, didn't they? I mean, we, we can move on, Gareth, and talk about the rest of the weekend games <laughs> if you want. I mean, there's any needs as well on uh, any such, such games as, as Leicester. Uh, what was the score then? Uh, 11.34. 11.34, uh, I didn't, didn't, didn't quite catch that, but... Uh, Austin Healy saying afterwards um, it goes back to uh, so they played in Europe this week but it goes back to club rugby next week and Leicester have got um, Quinns and he described it as the biggest game in Leicester's history uh, which I thought was was fairly strong but um, if they lose that then they could find themselves bottom of the uh, bottom of the Premier League um, which would spell disaster be great. I think I think that is is very strong. Um, we've played some European finals and Premiership finals. Uh, and I'm, I'm not convinced we'll, we'll get relegated. So I, I think uh, yeah, the biggest game ever is very strong. But um, oh, we, we were dreadful yesterday. After, after a, a very good fight, opening five minutes where we um, we were on top and then we had a scrum and we pushed them back and the referee somehow gave them the scrum decision because because uh, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> um, but then they uh, kicked the ball out for a penalty and literally first fade move off a line out. Uh, Cruz's Evo cut through a hole uh, the size of uh, a tank could have rolled through and then put, spun it out to him off for the try. And then they scored a very similar try a few minutes later and suddenly it had gone from, uh, yeah, what could have been 6-7 perhaps we put that penalty over to, uh, I think it was 26-3. 20, uh, mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, what's happened there? Uh, we all your your twin brother had a good game, though, didn't he? That Mr. Dan Cole. Oh God! Uh, back to his uh, usual way of just just giving penalties and penalties away. I think one was off a scrum that I thought he was winning, but then he 
yeah, gave one for a stupid eye tackle, uh, then got, then got a yellow card. And again, perhaps unlucky. It looked pretty soft to me, but he kind of pushed his arm, he pushed his elbow out rather than his arm for a mm. handoff. And and then they got another one for just lying around and on the floor as he loves to do. Um, yeah, all in all, it, it was a for a, you know like a sudden death game. You expect us to to throw the kitchen sink at him. We we uh, we had a good five minutes and that was it. And that wasn't the kitchen sink and. I think Rastin uh, will be one of the favourites. I, I don't. I've watched them the last two weeks and haven't been uh, or or inspired by them. I don't, I don't think they've been Saris or Leinster, if I'm honest. But they do have a you know standing on the uh, terrace yesterday. That their pack are uh, a bunch of huge, huge human beings. Their their property was probably as wide as most people's houses. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't very. He wasn't very good, you know, honestly. But um, yeah, they've just got a, a very big pack and just kind of fund around and and. Um, I don't think they're brilliant, but they're certainly a hell of a lot better than Leicester. And they've got Finn Russell playing fly half, haven't they? He's, he's he's quite a good player for Finn Russell. Well, I, I think he is anyway. He's good at controlling yeah, the backs. And... He had a good game yesterday. Yeah, mm. he, um, he kicked some good goals. At, at, um, a couple of times when we for a little over my game, when he kicks a goal, and uh, he yeah, we set up the moves that for my half of them that set off their tries. Uh, yeah, pulled all the strings really. George Ford actually uh, surprised. He had a very good kicking game. His kicking right hand was sublime, but. Wow. It didn't matter. It, we couldn't do anything. He's one for it. the I'll, scrapbook, that, isn't it? It is, yeah, but uh, we couldn't do anything with it. Our, uh, yeah, our, our defence was terrible. Our line out game let us down. It has done all season. It has done for a few seasons. What, what I'd do for a, a crooked throw straight and to his own man. Um, <laughs> um, and other few noticeable results over the weekend. The, the um, Munster lost to uh, Castres, uh, in at Castres, but. 13-12 wasn't it yeah, yeah bit of a that makes that group really wide open um, yeah I think no, no, nobody's out yet from that group so it's, it's Munster Castres uh, Exeter who were, Exeter uh, and Gloucester isn't it yeah who we thought were uh, all gone but yeah Exeter managed to get a win back at uh, Gloucester at the weekend yeah, yeah what, um, I watched the uh, the Exeter game they, they, Gloucester just did some stupid things really um Exeter needed the bonus point win and they were both the last five minutes they could have both won with a bonus point. They both had three tries each and they just needed one more one more try from either side would have would have got them the win and the bonus point. Um and then for some stupid reason, Jack Gloucester in the on their try line really and they on their own try line and um instead of passing the ball through hand or just kicking the ball upfield, he tried a little dink over the onrushing Exeter defence which which didn't go well and Exeter picked up the ball and Ran through and got their bonus point try. Um, so in one in one moment of madness, they could have uh, they could be costing themselves a, a Champions Cup place, really. That doesn't sound the smartest thing to do. Yeah, so I mean, Munster's still the favourites. They're on they're on twelve, Castro nine, Exeter and Gloucester eight each. Mm. Um, but Munster away at Gloucester next, and you never know with Gloucester who which team turns up. Um, Exeter have got Castro at home. You'd, you'd really want to win there, but then I think uh, yeah, Exeter have then got to go to Munster, uh, which which you probably think is a one too far for them. But yeah, it's it's one of the open groups because um, yeah, a few of the other ones aren't. Uh, the Saris result. continue to roll on, don't they? They do. Yeah, beat Blues, didn't they? Cardiff Blues um, at Cardiff, but uh, Saris just they're just too good, aren't they? At the moment, they just got strength in depth all over the pitch, and um, yeah. Tojo was out and Cruz was out and yeah. Philly's still out obviously and they're still, um, still getting the win and uh, it looks like both the Scottish sides could go through Edinburgh that was a very good win against Newcastle I saw a bit of that before uh, United uh, United Liverpool 
Mm. Um, and they they look like Richard Cockrell's really turned around. What I just got to do for him back at Leicester right now. <laughs> Can't say that if you got rid of him. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, take it all back. Please, please come back. You'll be welcome. <laughs> and uh, and Glasgow are on uh, are on fourteen in second in Sarri's group. They won't they won't win that group, you wouldn't think, but they're certainly looking good for one of the three runner up places. Mm. Um, yeah, and then Leinster. Uh, Go far off a bit behind, and then uh, they're, they're not top of their group. They're behind Toulouse, but with, with Toulouse coming to having to go to Dublin, you'd think uh, Leinster will, uh, will roll on. Uh, yeah, the two points behind Toulouse, but you think uh, they could, could very easily get a bonus point win against them mm. um, over there. Well, as we go back to uh, to club rugby this uh, this week, then just briefly, it's Exeter Saris in the Premiership, uh, which is going to be uh, a monstrous game, isn't it? Them two are cut a, cut a, cut adrift from everyone else. Um, they're uh, well, not cut drift. They're, they're stomping no, they're, they're through, kind of, through, storming through, through they? Yeah, yeah. They've, uh, got carved their own island and uh, just split everyone else off. But yeah, they're uh, oh yeah, uh, they're on forty. Sarries forty two, Exeter forty, Gloucester in third on twenty eight. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's Exeter's place, and and you've got to feel Exeter after a difficult European month. It should be really up for that, and probably want to target Sarries with uh, we'll say with a few of their injuries. So uh, I might might. I might pick an Exeter to, to sweep past in that one. Mm. Uh, go on, I'll go. I'll go. Saris and uh, and Quinns to win on the weekend. You can have Leicester oh. and Exeter. Yeah, I did. Uh, did hear another podcast we both listened to occasionally. Gareth the Egg Chasers uh, described the uh, the Leicester Quinns game in a great way. It was the uh, resistible force meets the uh, movable objects, which uh, I think is probably a very accurate <laughs> way to describe Leicester uh, Quinns. Um, but. Uh, Yes, yeah, so the quality will be on the on uh, on show at Saris, and if, if you want to watch some uh, fairly average uh, Saturday club rugby, you're there down your local club, watch uh, Harlequins Leicester. <laughs> um, talking to some average guessing and, and such like, do you want to have another stab at the uh, the stat? The other person in the stat? Oh, shall I go Salah then? I assume there should be a link. To... No, it's not yeah. Salah. You can you can have a second stab at it, and then we'll move on. Uh, You've got Messi. Messi's got eleven goals and eight assists. Hazard. Hazard. There we go. Eight goals and nine assists for Hazard. Um, He's not that player, is he? No, I'd I'd, I'd have both of them. Um, Okay, so moving on to the boxing, Uh, we've got two big fights this weekend. Uh, Not on the same card. Uh, Both at different venues. Both different promoters. Promoters. Um, and different uh, pay-per-views so and different pay-per-views yeah money yeah 40 quid this uh, boxing's weekend will cost you so um, uh, a little question for you Gareth uh, will you uh, be buying which one this weekend and if, if which one will you buy if I was if I was to put my, some of my hard-earned money uh, on one of these um, it's either Hearns White against Chisora 2 or um, or Warren's Frampton against Warrington um, I would the White Chisora was a bit, was a very good fight the first time round. Um, both just went hammer and tongue at each other. Um, that's that's probably why we've ended up with a, a second fight. Um, but I think the Frampton Warrington will be really interesting. Uh, it was all building over the last couple of years. It was building for Frampton against um, uh, the little Welsh wizard. Um, but that's uh, that's that's Lee Selby. Um, but it's uh, yeah, that's not taking place uh, because Selby lost to Warrington uh, back in June time, is it something like that? So yeah. Um, so yeah, the Warrington Frampton's now building, and Warrington, yeah, he's he's going to be the massive underdog, but uh, and Frampton does look good uh, whenever he fights. Um, but I think that's going to be the more the more intriguing one. 
Uh, and I don't like giving Hearn money anyway, so uh, so yeah, probably go Frampton Warrington. What about you? Uh, I think I'll go the other way, and, and, and I don't I don't disagree with your argument. I think the the better boxing, if you want to see a classier fight, uh, you'll yeah. I mean Frampton Warrington, yeah Warrington. Uh, you, you know you, you said just uh, you beat Selby. Uh, he absolutely took took, took him to speak. Yeah, really, destroyed yeah. him. Just came out when uh, what Warrington does do brilliantly is fight an incredibly high pace. He, he's not doesn't really carry much power. I think he's got about about seven knockouts in in twenty four wins or something like that. He um he really is. Uh, I don't want to say feather fisted, but he, power is in his game. It's uh, relentless energy and uh, an effort really. And he, he just stomped all over Selby and just carried on chasing him. It doesn't give him a minute to rest. But um, well, Frampton's very good at. Keeping fighters at a distance, isn't he? He's very good at just just keeping them away and then find picking his moments. And yeah, he's a very clever fighter, Frampton, isn't he? Oh, he's uh, supreme. And I think he he does. He'll hit harder than uh, Selby did, and, and so he'll probably if if Warrington wants to keep moving forward and trying to walk him down, um, I feel he may meet some meet some heavy shots that mm. make him think twice about it. Um, yeah, um, and yeah, Frampton. Yeah, he's very clever. He's very smart. Uh, I've been to see him in uh, out in uh, Belfast before. So it's a great atmosphere, um, and not this out there this time. But he, he really does. Yeah, he just takes himself around. He's he's been on a good a good run with uh, Jamie Moore or Jamie, the Jamie Moore camp as a whole. He's doing very well at the minute. Uh, mm. Apart from this weekend just gone, but which we'll get to. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I think that is a very intriguing fight, and I, I can fully see that. And uh, well, I'm still having an hour in, but I think just for the uh, the hope that White Chisora uh, goes like he did last time, uh, it will. Yeah, it just was. It was absolutely bomb by the last time, wasn't it? The two of them. You know, the, the build up was obviously very fiery with uh, chucking tables at each other and the like, and uh, the gloves yeah. are off. Uh, with uh, who's the donkey now which uh, no one knows what Chisora's talking about most of the time but he's certainly entertaining he is and then and then he got into the ring and um, I actually thought Chisora won it for me I thought he um, he had the better of the fight he, he went after it um, and and yeah I thought he should have should have won by a couple of rounds but um, yeah unfortunately didn't get it and uh, I think he's deserving the rematch after, especially after his, uh, his absolute war with Takam um, and I'm I'm, I'm Oh, Dillian has, has improved uh, immensely over the last couple of years, and if he wants to, he could probably try and outbox Chisora from from a bit of range and, and not and not have the, his hardest night's work. But I just think the way these two set up, it, it'll just be another scrap. Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, that's kind of the hope, really. I mean, it's not not ideal for either them as they're um, probably going to uh, take a take a couple of years off their lives the way these two fight uh, like last time. But uh, yeah, I think. Uh, an early Christmas present for the boxing fans and either fight really but I think I think I'll probably go Chisora White, uh, just just for the uh the hope that it turns into a, another yeah, absolute barn and a scrap and there's nothing quite like seeing two big heavyweights go at it and uh yeah, just just try and end each other. Uh, I think Fink White will win more convincingly this time, mm. but um I think I think Del Boy will have, have some shouts and shout about uh on the way. Well, he had um, a good but, good yeah. knockout against Takam, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he took a lot of punishment and seemed to be like he was on the way out, but but weathered it, and then uh, yeah, then laid Takam out, which was uh, you know, Joshua couldn't do. Joshua got probably a lucky stoppage against him, whereas uh, yeah, Chizora, yeah, KO'd him. So uh, still, still some power in there, and um, yeah, apparently Chizora's found God now, and is he rededicating himself, and he's in the best shape of his life, which 
pretty sure every boxer says before every fight. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, uh, it's a good weekend, and it's a shame to have them both on the same weekend. And yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pay forty quid for the privilege of watching both. So, uh, but yeah, as I say, it is a shame, and you know, perhaps touch on it briefly. But I don't quite understand why um, why Hearn found the need to put it on the same night. Frampton Warrington was booked two months beforehand, and um, I suppose it was just a, an opportunity to try and get one over on. On uh, on Warren, but it just seems a bit bit pointless, really. Yeah, I mean, what Warren um, uh, Hearn's had it had it very good for a few years, and then it's been very good for British boxing. In fairness to him, but uh, but Warren's made the comeback this last year, and, it, and it, that's also very good for British boxing. It's nice mm. to have a couple of rival ones who can both uh, do different things. It's nice to have. Um, well, when they're not doing pay views, it's nice to have boxing on a couple of different channels. Um, but uh, but you know they both do promote these sort of younger British fighters as well on, on their own shows. But but yeah, there's there's plenty of women, fifty odd two odd weekends in a year, uh, mm. minus a few for uh, perhaps holidays and like. But you, you, there's, there should be enough to go around between them. And both two on before Christmas just seems uh, yeah uh, annoying and, yeah. Uh, and not great for the boxing fan. And, and I'd rather the two of them sit down in a room if they, you know, if they can't stand each other in a minute and just say divide up weekends between them. Um, and yeah, do it that way because even fight on the on the Sunday or the or the Friday. That's what, a few years ago, Hay fought on was it the Sunday night against? Was that against? Um, uh, what's his name? Bellew. Yes, like the first one was on a Sunday, wasn't it? It was. Was that the Bank Holiday weekend? It might have been. But uh, um, it might have been. Yeah. But yeah, even still, um, get, get, get more of them involved. And um, they used to be more common Sunday, uh, Sunday boxing. Uh, mm. There's quite a few World Championship fighters back in the uh, 60s, 70s used to be Sundays. So it's not unheard of. And, and yeah. yeah, I think fr- Friday night fight cards could, could be interesting. Um, I, I'd quite happily come over on a Friday sometimes and watch uh, good scraps. So yeah, I mean, divide it up, have a bit of thinking between you and, and don't put fights like this on the same weekend because they're both crappy. And mm. yeah, they're just, they're just taking business off each other, really, when they yeah. could. Um, have them on different weekends and go there, but um, yeah, uh, this is this is what money will do to people. Yeah, but uh, definitely a cracking weekend of boxing. Yeah, certainly was. Um, so talking of boxing, then just to finish off, we'll uh, we'll come to our shots uh, round. Where we're at the bar and just uh, just have a couple of shots, so a quick. Quick fire round, then Andrew. Um, That's usually where it goes wrong for you, isn't it? A couple of quick shots at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll start off with Rocky Fielding. Um, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, very brave for taking on the, or well, credit to him for taking on the fight. Um, he took he fought Canelo over the weekend um, in Vegas, and um, yeah, it didn't it didn't last too long. That it was three rounds. Yeah, three rounds, four knockdowns in those three rounds. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, you're thinking. You, you looked at the way, and then you saw Canelo practically tilted his head uh, almost like 180 degrees back to look up at Field, and it was that much of a, a size difference. And I was thinking, uh, I don't think Fielding's got the quality, but maybe if he could at least try and jab him and keep him a bit in range for a few rounds. But but Canelo decided to make that big body a, a massive enemy and just attack Fielding's body uh, yeah. just with vicious hooks to to, to his rib cages and. And suddenly Fielding must have fancied being about three or four inches short. <laughs> yeah. his, his body just looked exposed, and then he he tried dropping his hands down, and he uh, then he got clipped uh, around the head uh, with that, and got another knockdown. But I think yeah, I think three out of the four knockdowns were were body shots. Certainly two were. But I think it was three, uh, and he just it was just overmatched. And, and yeah, it was yeah, just different I, levels, wasn't it? 
completely and I, I think you're right it's, it's nice that uh, he did that and I hope he got a career I'm sure he did get a career best payday out of it uh, I know Canelo did after his uh, was it recent 365 a million 11 fight deal with the zone <laughs> uh, that was his, his first on there um, he's, yeah they obviously we're looking for someone who he could um, he could win a world title off and and put a fairly convincing performance on, and that he did. Uh, he, he's a drug cheat, and I don't think he won either of the Glock fights for me. No. Uh, I, still, I still want to see the third, but he um, don't you want? He's uh, he, he's yeah, he's still class, and uh, yeah, someone got a Glock, he might be able to take those shots. Someone like Rocky Fielding can't. And uh, no. second round was quite entertaining. Rocky Rocky gave it some for sure, and, and did did hit Canelo with a few shots, but yeah, just just wasn't there. No. Uh, just just yeah, he's um. Yeah, that's the best guy I'll ever fight, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Come come back to Britain, and uh, yeah, you know you might get uh, you might get a winner of Eubank uh, for Gale, if uh, you never know. Yeah, well, that's going on ITV, isn't it? Yeah, the ITV have brought some fights back in, which uh, I think is quite exciting. Yeah, um, it's another so, player on the player in the game, isn't it? So another opportunity to put some fights on all the same same night. Yeah, they all want a piece of British boxing, and we're going for uh, <laughs> we're going for strength to strength. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was one quick fire. Uh, <laughs> the next one was uh, G, Mr. Garant uh, Thomas winning the um, Sports Personality of the Year. Well deserved, I'd say. Um, As predicted by you a little while back when I yeah. was uh, saying, saying definitely Harry Kane in World Cup of the Year. But um, yeah, I think, I think Garant's um, performance was was better than uh, Harry Kane's. Will it continue though, Gareth? With the news that Sky put another team Sky, it's now team. Yeah, <laughs> just team. Um, yeah, well, that, that that'll be interesting to see see what happens uh, to all the. They're not pulling out till till next the end of next year, is it? I think the end of next year. Yeah. 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 Um, it'll be interesting to see who rides the uh, the grand tours this year, though. Whether they just still see uh, Geraint as a as a bit of a a fluke or a, a flash in the pan, whether they stick with Froome or, or whether they'll divvy it up a bit more. Um, but yeah, that'll. That we'll, we'll we'll probably cross come over onto cycling um, in the in the new year. Uh, um, no, yeah, fair, fair play to get right. Uh, very impressive win. I uh, thought there was some controversy that Tyson Fury didn't get on there. Um, yeah, I think his past has probably uh, probably haunted him with that, hasn't it? As as, as well as he did um, very recently, his his uh, previous comments um, about all sorts of of topics that he shouldn't be commenting on. Um, yeah, that's probably got him into trouble and cost him. Cost him a, a large percentage of the votes, I'd have thought. Yeah, um, shame because he, yeah, he, I don't, I'll never be able to give it to him this year for that performance. But um, mm. it would have been nice to see him recognise with, with getting on there and some votes. But I don't know, maybe uh, BBC can say it came a bit late in the day and they couldn't quite get a turnaround for his uh, preview video in time. Which uh, you know, we managed to do a podcast every week. Yeah, I think BBC <laughs> yeah. has to uh, put, put a couple of pre- preview videos together for uh, Fury. But... Um, these shots are going well, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, perhaps doubles, Gary. <laughs> another another quick fire shot. Um, Champions League draw. Uh, British teams have probably got the best or the most interesting games, really. Liverpool got um, Munich. Uh, United got PSG. Spurs got Borussia Dortmund. Um, and they're probably the three standout ties of the round, really. Um, yeah, the only one's probably Juve Atletico, and that's true. Yeah, and that's bet. That could go either way, but you know, Athletic are usually good, and but you've had a look class, but yeah, I think uh, interesting draws all around. Uh, City have got Sheriff, haven't they? Which you think will be pretty routine, but yeah. uh, you, you back in your boys as favourites against Munich? I think so. I mean, they're not as good as they uh, they have been recent seasons. Uh, I think in fact they're really struggling in the league. Um, 
think they're down to. Yeah. I was going to say they're down. They're down to third, are they? He's third. Uh, Must be even lower because um, Dortmund aren't yes. top. It's um, it's Munchengladbach. Gladbach. Um, Gladbach second, so Dortmund are top, and then Bayern in third. But yeah, oh, nine sorry, points yeah. off, nine points off Dortmund, um, which is fairly unheard of for recent seasons. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think, and there's the rumours that a lot of the senior players don't get on too well with the new manager Kovac. So yeah, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be worried if I were Liverpool. Um, no. And then, and then yeah, yeah. Spurs Dortmund. Uh, that's a, that could be a cracking tie. They're that's a tasty one. That seasons. yeah, they've played in recent seasons in the Champions League, haven't they? Or, mm. uh, was it Europa League or both? Uh, Champions League, wasn't it? It was Champions, it was Champions yeah. The um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, possibly. We played them in the in the Europa League. We, we played did. them in the quarter final. I think it was a couple of years ago. And Lovren got the winner. Um, but uh, but yeah. So that, that that was probably the more interesting one. I, I mean, I, I can't see United getting past PSG if I'm honest. Um, but you know, Mourinho knows the competition well, and they have beaten Juventus uh, away this season. So so perhaps uh, perhaps all of them lost, and maybe maybe that's a reason. If uh, any of the United owners are listening, that's probably the reason to keep Mourinho uh, for much longer, please. Um, he's, he's got a good chance of uh, of getting them through PSG. Yeah, well, I'm sure sure he's fine with that. Um, yeah, no, uh, I don't think United stand much of a chance, really. Uh, I remember I made PSG perhaps with a younger side, and, and maybe, but yeah, I don't, I don't really think uh, Mbappe's going to struggle to score past that defence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and, and Vratti and Co running the midfield against wh- whichever podgepodge he, he puts out there. <laughs> um, I think they'll be just fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was probably near a half pint rather than a shot. But the final one, um, quick uh, quick roundup of US sports. Um, what's going on in the NFL as we we draw to the big the big day of NFL on the on New Year's Eve. Uh, yes, there are. So we are very much coming to the end game of the uh, regular season now, and week fifteen certainly did not disappoint. Um, it, it started off last Thursday uh, with the probably what looks like the battle for the number one seed in the AFC now. The Chiefs, who I've been telling you, are flying high, and they flew high all game, apart from with uh, two seconds to go. They uh, were drawn level. Well, they drawn one point behind them, and then in the NFL, if you uh, the usual thing a team does is they get six points for a touchdown, then they'll kick through a fairly sort of like a conversion in rugby union, fairly easy straight on kick uh, to to get an extra point. But you can, if you want, go for two points, and that would involve basically scoring another touchdown. So you get the ball from a few, you know, a short same short yardage out, and you can even try and run it in or throw it. Mm. And um, and a lot of teams don't like doing that because obviously, if you're, if you're, you've lost the game, but. The kind of the stats and the analytics gurus will tell you that's the way to go, and the Chargers did, and they got it, and so they won. The, for the, they took their first lead with two seconds left, and that was a game. Um, so that meant that they're they're in the Chiefs are kind of all tied. Those Chiefs have got a, a tiebreaker, uh, which left it open for the good old New England Patriots to um, to you know get themselves back in and put themselves in there for the the first round by the, the, the seedings of the top two of the top six seeds get a first round by, which is a week off, which obviously is nice in this uh, in a fairly attritional sport. But the uh, yeah. Patriots uh, got beat by the Steelers, um, which has oh, been a, a, bit, a bit of a rival, a bit of a rivalry the last few years. And um, yeah, I think the Patriots, well, yeah, the Patriots do nearly always beat the Steelers, uh, and they had chances too yesterday. But the uh, the great Tom Brady, the uh, the goat, as they all call him, the greatest <laughs> of all time, um, he's starting to look. He's uh, 41 years of age. He, um, late mm. on, there, he had three throws to um, to draw level, and 
yeah, two of them sailed terribly, and the other one it wasn't wasn't much better. Um, you wonder if if Father Time is uh, who's undefeated. I'm told it's finally catching up with him. Uh, so yeah, the Patriots have put themselves at a bit of a disadvantage. Um, and then the other shock was the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are defending Super Bowl champions, but have been a bit all over the place this year of injuries and um, and just probably the, the the famed Super Bowl hangover. Um, they were uh, 13 and a half point underdogs going away to the the uh, Los Angeles Rams, who have been one of the two, top two, three best teams in it. Uh, but they ended up winning by seven points, so that's uh, what, about a 20, 20 and a half point swing um, to uh, yeah to. Probably uh, inflicts misery on a lot of gamblers, as I, most people, from what I was hearing, were backing the Rams to hit those 13 and a half points. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, getting very interesting. Uh, but yeah, hopefully the Patriots don't get their usual first round by, and uh, we can see someone different uh, vault up in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of kind of NFL. As we've yeah, two weeks left, it's uh, it's very interesting. Uh, yeah, but I think. Uh, the Chiefs should probably come away the number one seed, and then probably the uh, the New Orleans Saints on the other side. Hmm. Um, yeah, any, anyone but the Patriots, and, and certainly not my Packers, who were eliminated from a uh, playoff contention this weekend after a bit of a listless season that's cost the coach his job. Oh dear. Yeah, so not the best. Um, so very good. Uh, as we draw an end to our um, time here. Um, we just want to mention that we've got a. We're going to try and do one on Christmas Eve. Uh, we both seem to have a bit of time off work uh, in the daytime, so we're going to try and get one out then because we're not sure how it's going to happen over Christmas. So we might give you uh, keep you on tender hooks and work out whether we're going to do something over Christmas period. Uh, but yeah, Christmas Eve will be the next one, next uh, podcast that we do. And just a reminder as well: uh, Facebook and Twitter at Pinter Two for both of them. Um, and please uh, bring us your questions. Uh, we've had a couple of couple of people who've uh, have asked us a few questions but yeah if you keep the questions coming and we'll uh, we'll try and answer them um or make it as a feature uh each week after bar mate um, and it will save us uh, doing incredibly long shots like we did today yeah <laughs> right thanks very much andrew thank you gareth catch you next week <laughs>